What's going on, everybody? This is Robert English, your SoCal Seahawk, and thank you for joining me on this week three uh, edition of Short Yardage, and it is the day before. Technically, it is the night before. This is a very late um, recording for me. Uh, it took me a while to get uh, get the time to actually get this thing going this week. Um, and here I am on the, the, the night, the evening before the game, the one o'clock kickoff. Um, but I figured it was better to upload than to not upload. So here we are. But we have a game coming up. The Seattle Seahawks will be playing host to the Dallas Cowboys, apparent, the apparent America's team, as they call it, uh, coming into Seattle after um, pulling off a very unlikely victory in Atlanta um, uh, last weekend, which was ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. I touched on it last on the last podcast. Um, there's no reason. There's no reason in a million years that Dallas should have come out of that game with a W. Um, and it all, for me, all comes down to the onside kick. I'm giving, you know, I'm giving uh, exception for Dak Prescott throwing for 450 yards and the team basically just turning the game around in the second half, being down, what, I think 19 points um, at the half and coming back, you know, coming roaring back to win the game. Um, or should say coming roaring back to, um, you know, compete in the game. That's acceptable for me. Everything in that game for me is acceptable up to the onside kick. I said before in week one, Seattle um, uh, poorly played an onside kick against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, and, uh, um, you know, they ended up um, you know, getting it and, you know, we held our own anyway, long story short game over. We won. Um, but then in week two, Dallas kicks an onside kick and the entire Atlanta Falcons hands team just stands there and looks at it as it just trickles and trickles closer and closer to the 10 yard mark. And then Dallas jumped on the ball. Like, I mean, I don't know if maybe there's, is there, is there a piece of, you know, in today's football with these younger, younger players, is there something about football that they just forgot to teach these young kids that the, uh, maybe there's something, you know, that just goes without saying, or is it a, for, is it a, a foregone conclusion or is it for, I guess it would be a forgotten thing is that the football only has to go 10 yards for the team that kicked it to recover it. The team that's being kicked to, the receiving team can go up and grab it whenever they feel like it. And so that was, uh, that was, I mean, it was, I, I was enraged. I was enraged to watch that game. I don't really have a dog in the fight in, uh, with either team, except for, you know, I don't want the Cowboys to win. I'm kind of a Cowboy hater and they're likely going to be in the mix um, in playoff seating later on this year. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, uh, you know, root against them, generally speaking. Um, and so to watch that happen that way, that was, that was a, a tragedy, a complete and total tragedy, but they won the game. They're one and one They're coming into the clink, uh, again, the, the 12 list clink, um, to play these Seahawks. And it's, uh, it should be an interesting game. I think, um, this game will be a true, um, 
a true test uh, for Seattle. Um, taking on, I mean, we, we've taken on two great quarterbacks in week one and week two. Uh, Matt Ryan threw for 400 plus uh, against us. Um, and Cam threw for a, around 400 against us. Um, but what we have done is stop the run. Over the, over the first two weeks of the season, the Seattle defense has held uh, opposing teams to under three and a half yards of carry, which is pretty good. Uh, that, that's, you, you can hang your hat on that if you're holding um, opposing offenses to under three and a half yards of carry. Um, that's making these teams um, more or less one-dimensional. It's a little bit skewed uh, with relation to the, um, the Patriots game because Cam Newton ran the ball himself, I think, like 11 or 12 times. Um, uh, and, you know, so, uh, so that kind of skewed the numbers. Um, we're going to be facing uh, Ezekiel Elliott this week. Um, and Dallas has managed to play a very balanced, um, you have a very balanced offensive attack uh, so far this year. Um, I think in both games, Zeke had like 22 carries or something like that. Um, you know, granted the, the, you know, I think he was under, kept under a hundred yards in both games and, uh, and Dak had 400 some odd yards last Sunday. Um, but you know, as far as the, uh, as far as the play calls, uh, you know, the touches, it's a pretty, it's a pretty balanced attack. And if you can stay balanced, uh, you have, you stand a pretty good, uh, you know, chance of, of, of winning a football game, um, so we're going to have to really hunker down on the on the running game, I think. Um, put the game in Dak Prescott's hands. Um, and Because uh, if, if Zeke gets going, it's going to be a rough day for us. I want to talk about Russell Wilson. As if, as if, I mean, what more needs to be said about Russell Wilson? But, um, you know, I feel like in two weeks into the season, it's more of the same for Russell Wilson in, in, in more than one aspect. It's more of the same Russell Wilson doing Russell Wilson stuff, great things, amazing things. Um, that is a foregone conclusion, right? It's We expect it now. And in that, I feel like Russell is becoming a, a victim of his own success. Um, when Russell came into the league, he was very much thought of as a game manager and he had a pretty you know, pretty good supporting cast around him. He had a great running back. Uh, He had a historically great defense. Um, And so a lot of the Seattle Seahawks success was, uh, you know, was um, attributed to those other factors outside of Wilson. And it took a few years for those... um, you know, those ideas about Wilson to kind of start fading away. But what has happened uh, at the same time, you know, um, subsequently, or I should say concurrently, um, with that fading away, what should have happened is people realizing how great Russell Wilson is. But instead, what's happened is we've just gotten used to Russell being good every week. We've just gotten used to Russell just being good. And so now he's being overshadowed by new greatness. He's being overshadowed by new greatness. Last year should have been Russell Wilson's first MVP. He didn't get a single vote. 
Granted, Lamar Jackson had an amazing season and you can't even really get mad for Lamar Jackson winning the MVP. But that should have been Russell Wilson's MVP last year. Um, you know, he, he the Patrick Mahomes, you know, this year you got uh, um Burrow, you've got you've got uh, even even Baker Mayfield, you know, the, the all the talk the, look, the the game that Russell Wilson had against the New England Patriots and all everybody wanted to talk about was Cam Newton. People talked more about Cam Newton when Russell Wilson went out there and threw five touchdown passes. Russell Wilson right now is leading the league with nine touchdowns in three games. Uh, the next he, he leads the, the next what five, six players, one, two, three, four, five players, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan. Ryan Tannehill, Josh Allen, and uh, Minshew Mania, right? They all have six. So it's a, it's, a, it's a five-way tie for second with six. Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill, Allen, and Minshew. Russell Wilson has a passer rating of 140. And that's, I can't, I don't know what the, what the number of the, next, of the next best is, but it's quite a bit, quite a bit higher Russell's is. He's completing uh, 82.5% of his, uh, of his passes. That's an outrageous pass completion percentage. He's, he's just, but he's just doing what Russell Wilson does, and we just expect it now. And he, he just he jumped over that period of he jumped over that, 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 that time where he's supposed to be given um, the consideration of being the true best in the league. Now, if you ask the question, people are going to say, no one's going to not mention Russell Wilson, but it's the, it's the, it's the consideration, you know, when you're not, when you it's, it's the general consideration. People just look over Russell Wilson. They just look over him. We just look over Russell Wilson. It's like, yeah, all right, it's Russell. The guy is outstanding. The guy is outstanding. And Russell Wilson is, I mean, look, the Seattle passing game, you know, went in and played uh, against the what's supposed to be the best uh, defensive secondary um, in the league. The New England Patriots, Stephon Gilmore. Um, yeah, and uh, what's the other guy's name? The guy who took the pick six back. It's supposed to be a great New England secondary, great New England defense in general. Russell went in there and ate him up. Shout out to the uh, to the offensive line. We'll get into that later. This is going to be Russell Wilson's year, especially if the offensive line, um, you know, continues to do what they're doing. All right, forget it. Let's just talk about the offensive line now. Since I said it's two things about him in a row, the offensive line is playing great football right now. The offensive line is playing so good. We have only given up. Um, how many sacks have we given up? I think five sacks this season. Russell Wilson has been sacked five times. Now, that's not a, an amazing stat unless, of course, you're going to look at it relative to the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I, I couldn't even tell you the last time, uh, you know, Seattle went for an entire game without Russell being sacked in the game, but it doesn't happen very often, right? Um, so 
you were not expecting that, right? We're not expecting Russell to not be in the dirt a couple of times or a few times even uh, in, in just about any or every game. But five sacks over two games, um, I think he was sacked three times in the first game and twice uh, last week. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I don't have a problem with that, right? I don't have a problem with that. Russell Wilson is having time in the pocket and it's showing in his production. I mean, I've always said, imagine if Russell had the offensive line that some of these other great quarterbacks have had. And he's done magic with running for his life every Sunday. And now two weeks into the 2020 uh, season, Russell is having time in the pocket and he is cutting them up right out the gate. So you have to um, give a big shout out to the offensive line for uh, really, um, you know, showing out in the passing game. Um, The running game has been a little bit, um, I would say, less than... um, you know, less than what we're expecting out of Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde. I don't know if we've even seen Rashad Penny. I'm not sure what the story is on Penny. Um, But Homer's been out there running the ball a little bit. Um, But the running game has been effective. It's, you know, it's got, it's getting yards when we need yards. Now now we're not putting up big numbers uh, running the ball, at least not yet. But the passing game is, you know, and we're, and we're putting up, you know, over 30 points, a game here. So we're, we're, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. On Sunday, the pass rush is going to be very important. I think, um, the pass rush has been lackluster over two games. We've managed three sacks, three whole sacks. Um, and, um, and that's not just not going to cut it. Uh, if we can generate a pass rush, we, you will see this secondary that everybody is kind of having missed, you know, mixed feelings and, 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 you know, reservations about because the, the, I mean, the talk about the Seattle secondary, we're supposed to be the best secondary in football coming into the season with Jamal Adams and Shaq uh, on the outside and, and Quentin Dunbar, you know, uh, you know, like that, we, we were looking really good. Quandry Diggs, you know, um, now we took a hit with uh, losing Blair, but no big deal. I don't think anyway. We'll see how we how we you know how we fix that. But um, you know, certainly people from from the Pacific Northwest were thinking, and 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 we got some some national attention on that secondary. It was supposed to be great. Two games in, uh, we've given up a lot of yards in the past. However, we can find solace in knowing that in both games where we gave up a lot of yards. Um, they were toward the end of a game that we were leading by multiple scores where we made the opposing team one dimensional. They had to throw the football. So we gave up a lot of yards. The, uh, Atlanta game was a little more comfortable, but, um, you know, uh, with, you know, New England getting literally down to the one yard line, you know, winning the game on the, we won the game on the last play of the game. Literally, let me take a a drink of my whiskey here. But um, a lot of these, a lot of these stat numbers, um, stat numbers, a lot of these numbers um, in the passing stat line are coming late in the game, and that's when you need the pass rush, right? If we can get that pass rush going when we're up two scores, three scores, and we can get you know get these guys pin their ears back and get after the quarterback, 
we're going to see us hold on to these leads and, and make these games look like the blowouts that they really are. So the pass rush is going to be important. Um, and uh, I would definitely like to see now. Now, Dallas has only given up four sacks this year. Dak has only been tackled by in the backfield uh, four times. He's thrown no picks. And he has uh, uh, 716 yards and two TDs. Uh, so he's, you know, one TD per game, I suppose, is, uh, you know, workmanlike. Um, those yards he had against Atlanta, same situation, late, down big. Um, you know, you got to throw the football. Um, so uh, I think the pass rush is going to be super important. Um, but I think the bigger deal for the defense um, even more than the pass rush is going to be stopping Ezekiel Elliott. If we can make Dallas one dimensional, um, you know, uh, I, I think even if we're giving up yards late in the game, um, we'll be able to, uh, we'll be able to come out of this game on top. But Ezekiel Elliott is right now running for over four yards of carry. Um, he's got two, two touchdowns on the, on the year running the ball. I think he has one receiving as well. Um, that's going to be our, our, you know, our X factor or the X factor, right? Ezekiel Elliott. If we cannot get a hold of, of Zeke, um, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day. You, you talk about sustaining drives, time of possession, defense getting gassed. You know, you 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 just. It's hard to win when you can't stop the run. That's just one of the tried and true, you know, uh, realities of of football in general. So um, it's it's going to be about stopping Zeke. Going to be about stopping Zeke. On the offensive side, um, I would like to see um, the running game uh, pick up, pick up, pick up the pace a little bit. The uh, passing, excuse me, the run, the rushing game has been, um, you know, as I said before, a little bit, um, you know, left something to be desired. Uh, although it's it, it's a little bit um, it's a little bit misleading, if if you will, um, you know, if you look at Chris Carson, okay, Chris Carson has less than a hundred yards rushing on the season, right? I think he has like nine. He has 93 yards on the season. Um, the second leading rusher on the team is Russell Wilson with 68. Carlos Carlos Hyde has 45. Um, you know, Homer has 20. Uh, David Moore um, ran for ran for 12 yards one time. So on, as a team, we have a, a 238 yards running the football. So as a team, you know, we're rushing for over 100 yards a game. You know. Um, which, which skews it a bit, right? So we, we, hundred and what, 119 yards a game running the football. So, and that, that's kind of what it is in a running back by committee, um, situation. You know, you know, one man is going to have a whole bunch of yards. So I get that, but I do, you know, on one hand, everybody wants to see Russ cook and I'm loving it. Um, you know, I'm loving to see that we have broken away from the run, run, pass, punt, uh, thing that we, you know, have made infamous as Seattle Seahawks. Um, uh, you know, so I, I, I love that, but also I love that ball control style. So maybe there's no pleasing me as a Seahawk fan. You know, you're giving me what I've been asking for. Now that I have it, I want something else. We're winning. And that's, that's really all that matters. But when it comes down to it, um, you always want to be able to run the ball, um, you know, and, and, and maybe, yeah, maybe I have to reconsider my, my stance on this because we are running the ball. Okay. A hundred, 120 yards a game, um, is easily, um, you know, a, a decent, a decent amount of yards to have, um, you know, you know, in, in a game. So, um, 
I have to I have to readjust my thought process on that. But I just would love to see a little more dominant performance from one of our great running backs, you know, especially Chris Carson. I like Carlos Hyde. Um, I would like to see one of those guys go out there and rush for 105, 107, 115 on, you know, on 23 carries, you know, so Russell doesn't have to cook so much, you know, so um, it's going to be a good game regardless. I think I'm hoping that we don't get into a shootout. Um, a lot of people think that that's what it's going to work out to be. Um, uh, we're a lot of points scored on both ends and, you know, might come down to whoever has the ball late or who has it, who has it last. Um, but I would love to see us get up, um, and then put the clamps on, um, put the clamps on Dak Prescott in the pass rush and hold on to a, a victory of, of double digits. Um, surprisingly, uh, the experts, I think on NFL network are, uh, picking, um, I think they all pick. Was it NFL Network or ESPN? One or the other. It might have been ESPN. All picking the Seahawks to win this game. So, um, uh, it, it's it, I I kind of have misgivings about that. And in, in my you know my life, uh, I feel like whenever the Seahawks are picked by all the all the experts, when it's when it's a um, unanimous pick, when they're the unanimous pick, I feel like we lose those games. <laughs> so so it kind of makes me uneasy when that happens. But um, I'm looking at Seattle winning this game um, by 10. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I think we put up, you know, 38 points um, in, in a double-digit victory um, and uh, walk out of this game 3-0 and and really, um, you know, making our mark here in the league uh, early. So. Don't forget to go check out my friends at Seattle Sports Union. That's seattlesportsunion.com, um, at Seattle Sports Union on Twitter and Facebook. Um, check out uh, myself, Abraham Deweese, and the rest of the team for all things Seattle sports, from the Mariners to the Mist, and of course the Seattle Seahawks. Um, get all of our unlicensed professional opinions um, and all of our windbag, uh, you know, nonsense that we like to talk, like, uh, subscribe, and uh, stay tuned. This is Robert English signing off. Go Hawks.